Yeah, that's again. Happy Hump Day, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to another episode of The You Show. Yeah. You. Jeff, the shark, Percy, Jewel. We are dressed alike for some unknown reason, Katie. <laughs> we really <laughs> we are. We call this hump day with me and Jewel dressed and looking identical. Glasses, gray eagles hoodie, <laughs> the headset. I mean, if you could see the picture, you would definitely fall down laughing. You know what I'm missing, Jewel? It's a long, flowing black hair. Ah, you took that back. I really look like. <laughs> There you go. I should I could have put on my wig from Halloween. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good evening. What's up, Jewel? How you doing, Jeff? Doing fantastic. I'm excited as always to be here. Uh we're back in the groove, Jewel. Two week. Back in action. It's a great time to be in Philadelphia despite the fact that it's about one degree outside. Yeah. But it's for a great sure. time. Oh yeah. Philly spring training is swing. Eagles draft is about a month away. Six in the playoff hunt. Fires hanging on for dear life. And the Yoshi. What else do you need? I know. Flyers are on right now, right? Uh, they will be on this evening. Actually, oh my God, I keep thinking it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> right. <laughs> to be confused. 5 o'clock on the West Coast. I won't maybe bring that up, but um, Flyers are on tonight. And. Um, i do a quick checkup for everybody here. Scrolling through the uh, scoreboard. Washington Capitals in the first period. The defending Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Tall order tonight, but they played good ever since. Let's take two seconds to stop all that. And welcome somebody very special back to the show who showed their face, who you're freaking out at. <laughs> <laughs> Our one and only intern, Duck, ladies and gentlemen. Duck! Hi, Duck. She's back. Hi. I don't know for how long. Hi. There Ow. she is, ladies and gentlemen. The amazing Duck. <laughs> right in the face. Oh. So I'm now doing a show with Montreal, Tady. Bye. Bye. Amazing intern that she is. Uh, within two seconds time of me coming on. Duck quickly gave me the rundown of the uh, songs we had this evening from tonight's guest. And uh, first of all, before we get to tonight's guest, let's thank Monday Night Guest, Stormy Myers. Pretty cool. Yeah. Stormy. Stormy, very cool. Played a couple of her rap songs. Girl definitely tells it like it is. Not afraid to speak up. Very cool. Yeah, shared a little conversation. She's trying to get to Philly. She's looking for culture promoters. <clears throat> Excuse me. She wants to get that uh, off and running. Good luck with that. Tonight's guest is somebody that is already off and running, very popular uh, throughout the um, throughout the world, folks. Her name is Naminjin, and she is uh, originally from Mongolia. Tons of listeners, hundreds of thousands of fans and followers, and she's here tonight on our little show. Great voice, very as uh, very classy woman. And we're very excited to have her on. That poor girl is coming on to speak to us two knuckleheads. God <laughs> help her. <laughs> I am so excited. She is such a beautiful artist, and I'm so excited to hear her music, um, her new EP that we're going to play 
most of tonight, so I'm really excited. And yeah, she's just like an amazing singer, an amazing artist, and I can't wait to have her on the show. It certainly is. When uh, we got approached from um, her PR people about having her on, you know, obviously we, we get we get to work, start to research, and I played the first song on that cannot be her voice. She doesn't look like her voice. Like her voice mm-hmm. is just, it's like downright perfect. It's effortless. It's beautiful. It's classic, like all the above. And she sings in 15 different languages. Like it's unbelievable. She's just super yeah. intelligent and she's just phenomenal. That's, that's impressive. I could barely speak English and hear singing. Singing in 15 different languages. Fantastic. Namengen around the 30 time frame. Very excited. We're going to play some songs. So we got a lot to do. So let's get and let's do something that we always love to do. And that's our top five. <laughs> like a slam. Did you lose your top five? <laughs> I'm going to make it up on the <laughs> on the top. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Doc, what are you doing back there? You're supposed to be helping George. <laughs> you don't want to know what she's doing. <laughs> worst intern. But we love her, nonetheless. <laughs> I think she loves being with us as well. One of these days, we're going to throw her a couple bucks and have her. So, top five tonight uh, in honor of Ash Wednesday and the season of Lent for those that are Catholic. And if you're not Catholic, you know, kind of play along at home. We understand. Now, the season of Lent, in case you're not Catholic, usually you give up something. Something that's dear to you, something that you, you love, or usually do like a food product. I have chosen to do soda and candy, which is brutal. Um, no, I'm not doing beer, but soda and candy, which is brutal. But uh, tonight's list of top five things we would never give never. Like if somebody says, hey, this year I'm going to try giving up this, I'm going to laugh because it's not going to happen. Top five things. No disrespect to my wife. I know she's listening tonight. You don't count on that list. I'm not giving you up. <laughs> That's just silly. Sure, she'd like to give me up for Lent. I'm probably number one. <laughs> we'll give up and for she, Lent. My husband. Great <laughs> stuff. Um, number five, folks, the Yo Show. That's right. Never getting up the Yo Show. I will die with this head if I have to. I know we take a little break here and there. Things happen in life, you know, but Yo Show, never leaving it. Number five. And I've been down this road. Driving. I will never give up driving again. I spent time without a license. DUI was a long story. Never again. I will drive forever. People say, Do you feel like driving? Yeah, not really, but I will. I will always drive. I'm before driving. Mm-hmm. Music. I love, I can do music over TV. I can do music over movies. Not really sports, but I, I love my music. Number three, music. Never giving up. Number two is pizza. Because listen, I'm off. Honest, I eat pizza almost every day for lunch. Gonna murder me because he's trying to get me to eat healthier. Good luck with that. Pizza, number two and number one. If you've listened to this show at all, beer. Yeah, never giving up beer. Never. <laughs> Doctor uh, says next time the beer's gonna. Guess what? I'll video you all. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Jewel Tate. Your top five list. You had thirty seconds to think while I was saying mine. Now get yours. 
Yeah, that was a good list. Um, Thank all right. You. Um, I, I can't say beer because I've done without it, and I know I could probably do it again. So um, I will say sugar or sweeteners, if Ooh, that, because if I can't have my sweeteners in my coffee, then just watch out because I'm coming at you. Um, yeah, some, some kind of sweetener. I like Splenda of everything, but I know it's probably bad for you, but it's fine. All in <laughs> moderation, right? Uh, number four, carbs. Yeah, like you said, I probably will never turn down a slice of pizza, even when I'm on my strictest diet. So whatever, not giving up pizza, had some great pasta last night, so not giving up carbs. Again, all in moderation, right? Number three, yep. same as you, because we're dressed alike and everything. Um, music, yeah, I could, I couldn't probably go a day without my music or just I music playing. So, not gonna happen. Um, number two, coffee. Like I said. Oh yeah, I can't believe that. I forgot to say coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't believe I forgot to say coffee. Whew, need my coffee. I actually made a pot uh, yesterday, and I put. About double, <laughs> double the amount that I should have put into my coffee. So, ah, but I need it. I need it to live. And number one, my phone. You know, I I can't do the show without my phone. I can't talk to anyone. I would just be lost without my phone. So don't ask me to give it up. It's amazing isn't it? how isn't it? um, I let off almost two years ago on my honeymoon. We actually went phoneless. We didn't buy Wi Fi, mm. nothing went close to a week, better in a week without phone. It's not bad. It can be done. See, on your honeymoon, that's the perfect time to go phoneless. So I, I agree with that. No, on your honeymoon, it's the perfect time to go pantless, not phoneless. Ah. <laughs> but on, yeah, uh, but phoneless, um, we took pictures, but that was about it. So awesome top five tonight. Great answers. Uh, let's run them down. Me, number five, the Yoshi. Number four, driving. Number three, music. Number two, pizza. Number one, beer. Jewel Tatey. Flying by the Seaver Pants. What an amazing top five. Sugar slash sweeteners. I feel you there. Number four, carbs. Number three, of course, is music. Because we're dressed alike. We both had the same number three. We're <laughs> dressed alike. Number two is <laughs> number two is coffee. Number one is her phone. I guess real quick, since we're dressed alike, are we unisex or are we dressed like a guy or am I dressed like a girl? Hmm. Well, I just came from the gym, so I have an excuse. What's your excuse? Oh, I just <laughs> came from my face full of Wawa. I have no excuse. Ah. I had Wawa today, too. See, you know, just move to your area and all hell breaks loose. Oh, absolutely. And... Um, it was a it was a topic I meant to bring up uh, Monday's show and I missed it. Uh, Amazon Go is supposedly trying to challenge Wawa. What? And they're trying to put Wawa out of business. You think this is possible? I I don't see that. The only way Wawa could up its business is by having a drive-through or their own delivery service. Ooh, a drive-through deliver! Oh my God, Can you imagine. <clears throat> No, right? Wow. And like so many people have thought of this and it just needs to happen. I mean, they have their own beer. I haven't seen Amazon. No. no. Not, not at all. I don't even know if I would like Amazon Go. It doesn't even sound good. No. It really doesn't. It's like a sheep. <laughs> sheep is sheep. 
Sheets. Sheets sucks. What's that other place? Uh, Rooters? Rooters? What's the other place down south? Some crap oh, I don't like know. That. They have a Royal Farms are popping up. Yeah, sucks too. Royal Farms, Cumberland Farms, Royal Pain in the Ass, whatever. None of them will beat my Wawa. I had um, ham and cheese on toast with yellow mustard. Delightful. And uh, I have some here too. I got the uh, garlic aioli macaroni and cheese. Dynamite. Mm. Oh, good. Is it good? Oh, good. Very good. No oh, good. <laughs> like I'm my mother. Is it good? I get it. <laughs> Just plain. I can give her a rat face. All right, so let's get to music. Let's jump right into music because we've got three songs tonight from Dominion. Jewel, make sure to correct me that I say it properly. It's a chance to say it. It is N, uh, N is Nancy O M I N J I. In case you're looking up, Namengen. Namengen. Kind of like, like Namaste. That's how I'm remembering it. Peaceful. Yes. Say it good. See that? Am I creative? Or... So creative. Not, not just the host of the show. Good looks. Definitely not the host of the show for my good looks. Uh, uh. <laughs> let's start with some Namengen, as we mentioned. The um, EP is called Free Soul, and we're going to play the first number here. It's called Eternal Romance. Very exciting. Uh, five minutes long, so it's a you know, fairly long song. We have plenty to enjoy. Like I said, her voice is amazing. The song's great. Check out tonight's guest, right here on the Yo Show. We'll be back shortly.
Eternal Romance is the song. The EP is Free Soul Namengen. Tonight's very special guest, the artist. And she'll be with us in about 10, 15 minutes as well, right here on the air show. Very excited, great voice, beautiful song. I could see dancing that all night long. You know, and like, it just is so effortless for it. Her voice is so beautiful. Really is. It's probably. And no disrespect to any artist we've ever had on. It's probably the most bold and talented voice we've ever had on our show. It's uh, it's than what we're used to. We used to do like rock or rap. Mm-hmm. But hey, we like all kind of stuff here. And that's definitely on the list. Great stuff. Namengen and Eternal Romance. Great stuff. This will be with us in about 10 minutes if all goes well. You know how stuff works on this show. Mm-hmm. You never really know. <laughs> Excuse me. You never really know what you're going to get. The host is going to death. All that good stuff. Uh, I, I got to I talk about this story. This is one you brought to my attention. And a few people pushed this today. Um, very, uh, very popular cheesesteak place in our great city. Formerly Chink. That's Jews, you remember all that controversy about the name. Well, now they are introducing <laughs> probably the craziest sandwich I've ever seen. Uh, very popular here in the Pennsylvania area is Stocks Cake. So Joe's is going to put a cheesesteak in between two pieces of Stocks Pound Cake. It's a Pound Cake cheesesteak <laughs> Before you vomit, uh, what do you think? Uh, like Stocks' pound cake is so rich; it's no no other like than any other pound cake, it, it, and it's so sweet. Like, uh, I can't even to put a cheesesteak on top of that is just. But you never know because they had the Krispy Kreme donut. Uh, I'm sorry, Krispy Kreme donut burger, and it was. Amazing. So, you never know. It could be awesome. 
the idea is just, I don't have to run low on ideas or have just so many ideas they don't know what to choose. Remember, um, AFC came out with that sandwich where the chicken pieces were the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that was nasty. But that, made, that, was just, that yeah. made sense. Because it's like, you want to cut down on carbs? Just, you know, wrap it in chicken. I'm going to cut down on carbs and slap two pieces of pound cake around <laughs> cheese smothered meat. And it's great because mm. the picture they show is on like a round with pickles on the side and that big like red pepper on the side. I don't know where pound cake fits into that. It's pretty gross. I won't be trying that. <laughs> no. And I'm pretty sure that's off the list. Uh, it, it doesn't even look good. And like we said before, blend thing, cheesesteak is probably our six. I don't think I'll ever give up. I wouldn't eat that. Yeah, no thanks. Somebody wrote on Twitter, uh, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and I agree. Right. Yeah. yeah just because you can. Yeah, so you can make such a sandwich. Doesn't mean you should make such a sandwich. Okay, nasty. Mm. God, it looks disgusting. Um, we go from that to beer. And not only beer, the great people out in Virginia Beach, from my good friend Tim Simmons is from out there in Virginia Beach, a brewery called Smart Mouth had decided to keep up the trends of fancy beers. And they made one that was kind of dedicated to Lucky Charles. It was called a Happy Morning IPA, infused with um, marshmallows. <clears throat> and they had a grand release party last weekend. Now, from what I heard, hundreds of people were in line for this. Uh, it was a short-term run, a limited edition. People were lined up for blocks to get in to get this beer. Sold out the same day, as expected. The crazy part is, some guys four packs of stuff on eBay. Somebody paid four hundred and fifty dollars. Get out. Four hundred and fifty dollars on eBay for a four pack of beer. Now the question I have for you is two things. Number one, if you're collecting it, the beer's gonna go bad. And it's probably not going to be worth anything. It's just it's one brewery with a short run of beer. I don't think it's going to be a limited edition. It's going to be worth thousands because it probably won't hold up. Um, two, could you ever see yourself cutting into a $140 can of beer? Just 120 My math's a little off. I can just call it $112.50 a can. No. I wouldn't even do that if it had, like, Health benefits for me, you know? Like, why? Why? $450. Of course, I went on eBay and somebody had one for 100 A uh, couple days of bidding. It had a reserve price. Obviously, you didn't get to see, but $450. And, excuse me, I'm a little better than I hear, apparently. Um, my friend Tim and his wife Dawn drove over to the brewery and he came right out on Facebook and posted and said, <laughs> I've got more important things to do in life. This just isn't happening. And it's crazy. They sold out a four-pack within maybe like an hour. So people were getting like single cans, and I guess maybe it was on tap. But yeah, it's just incredible. But is it good? Is it any good? That's the question. I, I'm sure it would be decent. 
and creative. Said the new trend is kind of like the lactose and the sweetness and stuff like that, and uh, beers like like Candy Hearts that I was a big fan of. You know, it's it's good. But is it any good? I, I'm obviously never going to know. Paying 112 dollars for a can on eBay. Yeah. Um, if they run it next year, it's going to be twice as popular. But that's what they did. And you know, working my way into this business myself, the free business as we've mentioned. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I cannot get it tonight. Um, <coughs> a lot of places will make short runs, limited editions. To drive up the demand, and it'll go on for a couple of years, and then it'll become popular and overly popular. And, you know, nobody buys it. Kind of like Hot Slam for years, that was rare. It came out again in February. There's still pieces to have it on the shelf, so it runs its course. Thoughts? Yeah, they all do eventually. I mean, I worked in a beer distributor, and they all pretty much come and go with the seasons. Agreed, and seasons is definitely what it's all about now. Um, Certain IPAs of certain hops come out certain times of the year. Of course, the pumpkin stuff comes out in September, October. Uh, summertime, you got your shandies, your lemons, your oranges, your grapefruit, all that stuff. And Christmas time, you have your stuff and your winter stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely become a seasonal trend. But stuff like this blows your mind. And a friend of mine wants to go out and take the ride. Take the ride. <laughs> Thank God I didn't. Six-hour car yeah. ride to Virginia Beach, room empty-handed. Not really my thing. But, hey, kudos to anybody that got it. And if anybody wants to send them out, Jeffrey Perini at yahoo.com, drop me an email and say I'm going to send one for free, of course. Well, not for free. I will send you an autographed picture of me and Jewel from the OSHA. <laughs> from tonight. And, and $112. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you will get one. I, I someone will send it. I have faith. You think somebody will send it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will be in Virginia Beach in two weeks. It's actually uh, Tim and Dawn's 25th wedding anniversary. They're having a big party at um, O'Connor's Brewery, which is one of their big breweries out there. Makes great beer too, and uh, got a lot of people going. Made this little Facebook event over it. Me and the wife got a hotel for the weekend. Very Don't nice. worry, people are gonna be, people are going to be staying at our house. It's not a free for all. Yeah, that's awesome. God, beat you criminals. Beat you at your own game. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be great. I'm very excited for that. I like Virginia Beach. Been out there before. It's beautiful. Tim's a fantastic host and a great gentleman. Brewery tour is going to check out River Beach, which is one of my favorites. It's going to be a great time. It's awesome. Not only that, but we're expecting the trip from Virginia Beach. Uh, my nephew Michael, his son's first birthday is uh, birthday party is Sunday. We're waking up Sunday morning about seven o'clock, taking a six-hour check, and pretty much showing up on his doorstep for the birthday party. That's that's how to do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> She fought me to nail it. You know, you only live once. And right. listen to me call choking at death tonight. Yeah, this might be the end of the one. So thank you, everybody. <laughs> <sighs> You'll have fun. Thank you. I'm sure I will. And then, of course, the following weekend after that is Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival 
is year five. Wow, year five. Telling me. See, I guess we're. I know. I was really excited. I was. That's the Dean Cook weekend. But uh, Dean. hopefully, I'll get to something. Dean Cook. Cook's too funny. Does he make beer? Does he make beer? I don't know. Does he watch hundreds of people asses themselves and drink beer? Possibly <laughs> at his shows, I would say. It's pretty what it's all about. It's the uh, greatest occurrence ever. Greatest idea ever. Sounds like a blast. Uh, it's great. I do miss the, uh, the uh, little obstacle course thing that one year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what a bad We had matching shirts on. That was the year we were the drunken grown-ups in the form of Dunkin' Donuts. So they kept calling us out. Let's get it up for drunken grown-ups. And we were getting by every piece of apparatus, just jump over things, dive over things, yeah. Oh, what? Do you have a name uh, for this year? Uh, we're going with Loso. We're wearing Loso Brewing Company shirts. There you go. Oh yeah, with the kilt, it's gonna be great. Very excited. Um, you should have a Yosho on the back. Just a little shout out. We should have the Yosho on the back, or somewhere on the front, like in a corner, or something like that. Everyone gets tattoos. Yeah. Yo Show. <laughs> so, yo, that's going to be one of the beers. Yo Show Ale. Mm-hmm. It should uh, taste like beer. my life. <laughs> it's a beer with a lot of comments and very little delivery. <laughs> <laughs> There's your slogan. There you go. Uh, so we are waiting on our guest number a little behind this evening. Uh, that's a happened this last week as well. It does happen from time to time. Or should you be thinking, bailing on the way they had to accidentally bail on the last time. We had her scheduled a couple weeks ago. And we had just a few weeks of stuff that went on here. We shut down for a couple weeks. And um, mm-hmm. a couple guests had to be rescheduled, nomination being one of them. And we apologize. We don't like doing it. We don't like canceling out. Things happen in my life and Jules' life and I yeah, we wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but we really wouldn't do it unless it was pretty big. So we appreciate everyone that comes back and listens week after week. We certainly, we certainly do. You people deserve a medal. I do. All of you. I can't stand listening to myself for five minutes. I don't know how people do it for the hour and a half to two hours that they do it every Monday and Wednesday night. www.blogtalkradio.com slash geo show. That's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> Stupid Radio Network on Facebook. iTunes. Stupid Radio 1 on Instagram and uh, Twitter and iTunes. Not to be confused Mind with you. the Michael Yo show. <laughs> I know. Exactly, right? Ours is better. Yeah, mine goes right to the to the iPhone, right to the podcast section. It actually gives me a, a, a notice every morning after the show that it's uploaded. Ready for listening? I listen to myself today. I am hilarious. Let everyone know that. <laughs> I am. That's pretty cool. I have to get that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean it. It's already on. I guess when I got to the phone, they transferred it to my old phone. It was 
people up there, and it just transfers right over, which is all I say, listen to myself at any time. Uh, yeah, definitely. As you can tell, I'm here trying to slowly stall for time away from Nam and Jim. <laughs> My efforts are uh, not the best. So let's get back to some topics. Let's talk about stuff. No. Ignoring me now. You cut out. Sorry, you cut out. Did I cut out? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm still here, folks. I'm still here. Let's talk about this thing here at Giant Food Stores. Uh, it's a um, it's a robot. His name is Marty, and he shows up in the giant food stores. He's this giant. I don't. It's a straight pole on wheels with big eyes. I guess he's just like a directory assistant. And when you walk in, if he makes contact with you, he like rolls up to you. He's kind of scary looking. Have you witnessed Marty yet in giant stores? He is super terrifying. I mean, I'm just looking at a picture, but what is he doing? What's up with his I eyes? I don't know. I think he's terrorizing young children, maybe creating a major nightmare for all of them to have. Uh, uh, could you imagine if you were a little kid and you just looked up and saw that? That would be scarring. I was scared first time I seen it because I'd seen the ad and you forget there's so many different grocery stores. You don't remember one from the next. And between me and my wife, we'll do Sam's Club, we'll do Giant, we'll do Runners. Um, so we go to all different markets for all different things. So I forgot. I walked in, all of a sudden I see, and I look and there's this thing. No, he, look, he looks a little like Gritty without all the hair. He's got Gritty's eyeballs. I was say, he looks like Gritty's best friend. His straight best friend. <laughs> Gritty's straight Wait, best friend. Wait, Now you're breaking. Terrible. What happened? Oh. There we go. You saw we got the- you. Technical difficulty here. Maybe Maybe we lost her in the the shuffle. But, um, yeah, it's uh, airy looking. I'm not a big fan. I got to tell you. No offense to Giant. I love their store. I love their beer selection. Not that he's about Marty. No, not. No. His name's Marty? Marty. Uh, Oh. cute. (laughs) Hey, Marty. Not even a cute name. It's he's like he should be a character on Gumby. He should. That's what he looks like. Gumby, Pokey, and Marty. Gumby freaked me out as a child. As yeah, did a lot here. of things. <laughs> as did a lot of things. Scar for life. <sighs> oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? This Momo challenge. If I see this chick pop up on my newsfeed one more time. I, I I get scared every time. I'm like, oh no. There she and is. They, they always say, and I say it too, the only thing worse than a bad story is a continued press of a bad story. It, it's everywhere. I, you know, I travel to different locations to certain places. And I was in the first three places I was in. First three places I was in. Sorry, thank you. First three places I was in, everybody was, hey, have you heard about this? Momo? What's Momo? How do we do Momo? People are looking it up. People are watching it. I got news for that. It's not going to go away. 
it's actually building the momentum of it. They were watching it. Oh, I couldn't even pull it up because, you know, I have a four, almost five-year-old, and she she goes on YouTube, but while she's on YouTube, I'm like like a hawk behind her shoulder because what if this thing pops up? Like, that's crazy. I, oh, yeah. Terrifying. It's terrifying looking, and the one bit I saw, and it starts out, and it's this, this face, I, assuming it's female, with the world's like greasiest, nastiest hairdo, like the hair is like matted to its head, mm-hmm. and um, big bugged out eyes are actually coming out of its head. And the, the I was watching, it just kept saying it was like Momo this, and it's like Momo's gonna kill you. So of course at first I get into the phone, I'm like, bring it! And then the more she says, I'm like, man, you're serious? They're gonna kill me? I put it down. I'm scared. I'm a forty-something-year-old man. I'm terrified. Oh no! I can't even I, look at it. Now there's a there's an app uh, called WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp is a uh, it's kind of like a direct phone call app or something. Uh, there's a Momo number, and you mm-hmm. call it and it doesn't answer. It calls you back at three o'clock in the morning. No. Yeah. It calls you back. Um, <gasps> the rumor is between three and four in the is the ultimate time for any terror because that's when terror strikes its peak <laughs> three and four in the morning but is that declared to she said this, this is from our intern this is what our intern looks like <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm deleting it I can't stop it oh what? see I good can't my peripheral it won't go away won't go away I can't do it Oh, Momo. You better delete this because now I can't see. Delete it. It has been a long it's been a long several months without Duck the Intern and that right there made it all worthwhile. Talk about a comeback gift. That was terrifying. It really was. That was just terrifying. She back at three in the morning. I did you know that? Called she you called back. back. In the morning. It's like it's three in the morning, and people have taken the phone call. I mean, yeah, I, I understand it's more or less this figure. Like it's not in a real person, supposedly. I hope not. And, but with today's technology, and they say I'm coming to you, and I know where you are, I'd be afraid of that. Oh, well, she targets children too, and she's telling children to do these like horrible things, like to hurt themselves, and. She warns them if they don't do it, then she's going to go after their families. So yes. it's just a nightmare. Now, my, my idea would probably would be call the WhatsApp line, have her come back at three in the morning after I come home from the bar. Mm. So that's a challenge. There's Momo being challenged by me. Right. Put up with my I'd be like, hey, doing? What's up, Momo? Baby duck. You know who Momo needs to meet? Gritty. Gritty would kick Momo's butt. Maybe. I don't know. it. Like I said, I'm like, yeah, break. And then they just, who's going to kill you? I'm like, we will. I've seen enough. <sighs> Recap when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. I don't think this camera is a horror movie. To look. Momo face. 
doing a radio show when your guests show up. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying things like that. So scary. It's fine. As it gets a little, we do apologize. It's like we may or may not for some reason not nominating on. Uh, but we will play another song either way. She'll be flipping through files and hear her. Hey, it's me. It's my song on. <laughs> we'll play the song uh, uh, real quick. We'll give it a diligence. Duck and turn. On this in the background. Uh, we'll with a song called Woman Like Me. If I could find it. There it is. Woman Like Me. From the EP Free Soul. Namengen. Check it out. We'll be back in four minutes. Here on you can search high and low, baby, you can search high and low, no matter where you go, you'll never find a woman like me, I've got superpower, I can read your mind, I'm the only lover,
show tonight. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what happened, but yeah, yeah. I'm on the horn with our peer person who does a great job in bringing us these guests, so I'm sure wires got crossed at some point. It happens. It's just one of these things that happen when you go 100% live. We've been told by many people stop going live because when things break down, you got to think on your feet and you lose credibility. Well, I think we do a good job. We survived. It's happened before. I think so. It happened like where we pretty much blew up all of social media and danced through the streets, told everybody and their mother in the entire world that Lee the Fire was coming on. Of course, that's the day of the California fires canceled on. Yeah. Yeah, so things happen. We understand. Nominton, we're fans, and that song is a great song. Women like me, Soul, Namanjan, N O M A N J N. Very talented artist. Great stuff. Um, so I had to remind Jewel that's Lent, so I'm pretty sure that she didn't get her ashes this Wednesday. Nope. No, neither did I. It's okay. Yeah, I, um, oh no. My, my mom gave me crap about it too, that I didn't get my ashes. I'm like, you know. I was an older server, and um, Are you? <laughs> after I got kicked out of the third Catholic school I was in, <laughs> because we couldn't afford it anymore, um, I was kind of done <laughs> with the church and all their money-hungry ways. So is that you now? Um, it's not altar boy or altar girl; it's altar server. Oh, I think we have a altar call server. coming in. This will be our guest. Okay. Let's, uh, hopefully, this is our guest. Amazing, talented singer, Namanjin. Let's go to the phones, and good evening, and welcome to the O Show. Hello, good evening. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, thank you, and good evening to everyone who's listening. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, We played two of your songs already, Woman Like Me and uh, Eternal Romance, fantastic voice we're blown away. Thank you so much. Um, I I wrote them just so you know for everyone, so that people can hear it. And thank you so much for giving me the platform t- for people to listen to it. Certainly. Thank yeah. you. 
we enjoyed it. That's what we love doing here on the show. Every time um, PR people come out and say, I have a new artist or an, an artist with music, we we love all ranges of music, and this is some great stuff. So if you don't mind, we've got some questions to ask and uh, have the audience get to learn a little more about you. What do you say? Yes, fantastic. Excellent. So uh, you're originally from uh, Mongolia. Uh, you got your start at uh, age 12. So how was it growing up yes. there and, uh, and becoming uh, their first ever teen idol, if you will? <laughs> yes. Um, well, I was born in Mongolia, but um, I grew up all over the world. And I was actually raised by a Mongolian mother and an American father back in um, parts of uh, Asia. So basically, I... Um, you know, started, uh, spent five years of my childhood in India, um, several, several years in Russia, and I also lived in the Caribbean, and I also came to the United States when I was 12. And um, I wanted to pursue a career in music at a young age, so my parents uh, thought that it would be good to uh, give it a go, see if you can handle the pressure, and they took me to... Um, back to Mongolia while we were living in the Caribbean and um, helped me launch my music career there. And um, it was wonderful. Uh, it definitely, I grew up in front of the public eye, but it was a smooth process uh, because I had a lot of uh, good support system. My parents were extremely supportive and I also knew that this um, path required a lot of hard work and dedication. So. Yeah, and then in Mongolia, I became quite famous, really well-known. Um, all of my songs were playing on the radio, everywhere. The, um, I, was a song, I started writing songs when I was 14, and wow. um, all the songs that I've written have charted at number one. So I was like, hey, maybe if, you know, if I can do it here, and then, and then I should really uh, try to expand my career worldwide. So that's what I've been um, trying to do and uh, trying to grow as an artist. Um, all these years. And how did, how did you handle your fame at such a young age? Were you recognized a lot? Could you do normal things like you know? I was recognized. Yeah, I was recognized a lot. Um, I handled it through, um, you know, constant daily um, actually meditation. So basically, oh. it was it really helped me to kind of um, find my center and be focused, and also differentiate between fame and reality. So for me, you know, even as a kid, um, I, I took the necessary steps to protect myself mentally. Mm. And this is all without any help from my parents. I was just always very inquisitive about different spiritual um, methods to deal with, you know, the stress of life. And it definitely helped with things. Wow. That's such a cool approach. Um, I read that your mother was a scholar. Did she homeschool you, or how was your schooling? Yeah, yeah. So when I was 13, uh, you know, the whole career thing started taking over, and it was really hard to keep up being in school and, you know, meeting all the demands of the of being a having a full time music career. So they, I started homeschooling when I was 13. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the thing I'm really blown away by in, in doing some research, you sing in 15 different languages. That is amazing. Um, how many are you, are you fluent? Did you study languages your whole life? And uh, what is your favorite language to sing in? 
Well, you know, um, I write uh, a lot of my songs. You've heard Eternal Romance and Woman Like Me. I've written hundreds of songs over the years since I was 14. And uh, so my favorite language would be, again, um, to write and perform in English. Uh, then the other languages are so challenging and beautiful in its own way. I, I sing in Chinese. I sing in French. And, you know, a lot of languages that I sing in, I only speak um, four languages that I was exposed to as a child, but um, the other is I have to um, learn the language with a native speaker to, to get the pronunciation right, to understand the meaning, to deliver it, you know, to do justice to the culture and to the, to the music. Um, so for me, each and every language is so unique. That's why I'm drawn to singing many languages. Maybe in a few years, if you speak to me, I'll be like, I sing in 50 languages. I don't know. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah, totally. I was, saying earlier, I was saying earlier on the show, I got a hard enough time speaking in one language, and here you are singing in 15. That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Jeff. You're too kind. It's, it's just my curiosity. I'm a very curious person. I'm inquisitive. I like to explore different cultures and learn different genres of music. And so it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful process to me. I just like to, uh, you know, you know, understanding other people's culture is like understanding the people, you know. So that's why I like to sing in many languages. Sure. That's all. Well, that was actually like my question. You kind of touched a little bit on it, but I, I want to follow up. Um, so when you have a song, like let's say you have a song like Woman Like Me, and you say, let's make it in French. Do you have to change the words around a little bit to get them to rhyme and to get the song to flow, or do you just go with the words and translate? Oh, if I have to sing my own songs in another language, you mean? Yeah, yes. Oh, I would probably get a lyricist um, in that language. But I've tried that with a Korean song, uh, uh, a lyricist before, where I turned an English uh, song that I've written into a Korean song. But usually I give them room to uh, interpret it instead of translating it like uh, line by line so that they have some creative freedom to create something that's um, comprehensible in, uh, um, in their own native language. So I can okay. ask them to keep the meaning, but kind of write lyrics that make sense for that specific language. You know, that's what I would oh, wow. do. That makes sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like poetry. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I I was uh, reading, and um, one of the things you said about Mongolian long song was so interesting. Could you explain that a little bit for our listeners? Mongolian long song. Well, uh, Mongolia has, um, you know, at this point in time, Mongolia ha- currently it Mongolian long song is a specific art form. It it requires, you know, Mongolian people are originally nomadic and they they live in an open steppe and they have you know animals and uh, they ride horses and the most important thing is I I probably think that the long song comes from the lung capacity of Mongolians it's the reason why it's called long song is because for example there's a song called the sun over the placid world it's only four lines but the song lasts four minutes long each line is um, sang out um, in a long manner each line it's very hard to explain. I would uh, suggest that you uh, perhaps uh, Google it and uh, listen to it uh, because it's so beautiful and it's liberating. It kind of invokes the the passion and the freedom that the Mongolian people carry inside. 
Yes, it sounds very interesting. And, and just the way you explained, like, the control of breath and everything, there it's, like, unmatched from anyone else. So, yeah, I would definitely like to hear some of that. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why the foundation of that singing, you know, my, my dad, my American father, he jokingly calls um, singing the sport, uh, the national sport of Mongolia, and which is true. Mm. Everyone in Mongolia can sing. Everyone is in pitch. And um, wow. the biggest, some of the biggest um, opera singers in the world right now are Mongolians. They've they've done like the biggest competitions in the world, and they've won, you know, all over the world. The Tchaikovsky in in Cardiff in England with the Welsh National Opera Orchestra. So it's great like, uh, the, to to translate that vocal capability capability coming from traditional roots and learning different uh, art forms vocally. It's it's been a great challenge, I think, for Mongolians. Yeah, for sure. That's excellent. So I guess I guess karaoke nights in Mongolia are a lot better than karaoke oh, nights yes. in the United States. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Definitely, people people are definitely people definitely love singing and definitely they have really they expect a lot from professionals too. So you you're under a lot of pressure in front of Mongolian audiences. Yeah, oh, well, and you're one of their big. That's that's very impressive. That you're one of their big stars and you got a lot of people that follow you we notice on social media did social media a big part in helping you bring music out to other countries well actually at, at the moment i am um self-published i co-own a record label that i founded here in los angeles and as you know it's um the modern atmosphere for music uh art musical artists is uh, conducive to um to do it this independently, and I've I've done you know um, joint ventures before. I've done uh, you know I almost signed deals with you know bigger labels before, but this time I was like, okay, I have these songs that I really need to get out there. What do I do? I was like, I'm not gonna I I can't wait for investors or labels to take me on and understand this vision. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna record these four song EP, and then just and then uh, promote it as much as I can, and this is where we are. <laughs> Excellent. Well, and um, can you tell us about the, the EP, Free Soul? Yeah, Free Soul. So I grew up listening to a lot of soul music, um, a lot of old school music, uh, you know, and uh, some of the uh, the great artists like the uh, the late um, Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. I've listened, you know, grew up listening to, you know, Sam Cooke. Stevie Wonder, and then of course oh, the, and then, and then I also listened to uh, Golden Age, um, you know, music from Hollywood, and I've listened to Sinatra. So a lot of my musical influences are from from a long time ago, and and I tend to write songs like that since I was 15. I kept writing songs like that. So I thought, hey, is there a way to make it um, make it merge? So. Eternal Romance, when I first wrote it a couple of years ago, uh, it kind of sounded, reminded me of this romantic era where, you know, it reminded me of songs that I love listening to. And I was like, okay, I've written a song like this, so how do I make it more R&B and soul? So that's where I come in, my singing style. So I merged uh, the songwriting, you know, romantic Sinatra style kind of songwriting that reminded me of that and merge that with my singing, which I do, do soul and R&B. And, and then that's how Eternal Romance was born. And If They Knew You kind of followed the same 
uh, path. And um, woman like me is also kind of old school soul, but I it gave a more. Um, I decided to make it a little more upbeat, but it's still like this whole EP right now is super old school influenced. Yeah, and it works so well. And you know, it, you seamlessly blend the two. You know, the the more modern sound with with the old school, um, rich sounding. Um, music so um congratulations i mean it's beautiful your voice is unparalleled it's so like crazy amazing to hear so yeah congratulations thank you thank you so thank you so much Joel. thank you so much thank you absolutely we we enjoyed it and i gotta tell you if i uh i got married almost two years ago if i had a chance to do it again probably be my wedding song. It was beautiful. I loved it. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I was envisioning. I thought, hey, this could really be the, the a wedding anthem, you know, because it's it's so romantic. It's a, it's such a romantic song, and you know, I definitely would have loved that. That's so sweet. <laughs> I thought of I I thought of that right away as soon as I started playing, and I first heard it. That's like a wedding song, and not just like oh somebody did like one of those staple kind of wedding songs. Beautiful. Beautiful music. We love it. Um, let's Thank go on you to some so other much. Stuff. Absolutely. Let's go on to some other stuff because you got a lot of amazing credits. Uh, you were part of John Lennon's tribute album, uh, Peace, Love, and Church, and we find that's huge. That's that's amazing and a monumental name like John Lennon. Uh, how did you react when you found out you were going to feature on that album, and how did you go about getting featured on that album? Well, um, when I was about um, 16 years old, actually, I met with uh, EMI not 16, I think, I think it's 16. I met with EMI Asia and they were actually considering signing me, you know, um, EMI. And actually they, they were very forthcoming with me. They said that there are a lot of stuff times when young artists get signed, they just kind of sit there and they can't do anything else, but they, they have to stick with the label, but they can't be productive. And they were like, we don't want to really tie you down, but we want to give you opportunities for projects that we were doing at, at the moment. So they were very kind very forthcoming about the reality of labels for young artists and and, and they invited me to to afford two major projects the first one I, I was 16 and Yoko Ono together with EMI she was creating a tribute album for John Lennon and they wanted wow. um, Asian uh, celebrities from Asia to uh, contribute their voice to songs and so I was invited to perform for the song Give Peace a Chance and um, so for me, it was it was a great honor. I love his message. I love his songs, and and so um, I was 16 years old. So it was great. So I'm 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 very grateful that I had that opportunity. And did you get to perform that live? No, actually, but uh, we actually shot uh, ourselves um, uh, performing it, and it was at that time it was on an MTV song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, we we know that you performed at Carnegie Hall um, pretty pretty early on early on when uh, you moved here. Um, how was that whole experience? Oh, surreal, surreal. I didn't really understand the gravity of Carnegie Hall. I mean, you know that Carnegie Hall is a big deal, and um, sure. as as I you know as I started uh, practicing and I, as I started realizing how much you know how mu- how a lot of artists is there pretty much their ultimate goal to perform there I was pretty uh, I was quite intimidated honestly I'm a I'm a pop singer uh, but I was in this case I was asked to do 
um, classical-oriented uh, songs in five different languages. So it, it definitely was a wonderful and challenging experience. In New York, it was at the Stern Auditorium, and we had it was for Grammy-winning composer Christopher Tin. Uh, he won two Grammys for his first album, and he invited me to collaborate with him on his second uh, Billboard number one classical album. So while I was collaborating with him on his second album, he invited me to perform at Carnegie Hall, and subsequently. I, I sang uh, five of his songs there, and then subsequently I did Lincoln Center also for his project. Um, uh, and eventually, I actually, last year, I performed with the Welsh National Opera Orchestra on the same stage at the gala concert at Pavarotti. So that was wow. pretty... <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> pretty um, definitely, it, um, it definitely tests you as a singer, and so it's, it's wonderful to perform with a live orchestra, hundreds of people, and hundreds of choir members so yeah it was great it was a great uh, growth opportunity for me as a young artist that's so very impressive um we talked about the free soul and i said we played a couple songs off it already uh woman like me eternal romance and then we're going to play uh, if they knew if they knew you fantastic um tell us a little bit about each of the songs any meaning behind them or just great thoughts that come to your mind and just lay them down on paper. What's the process like in writing? You know, it's it's very organic for me. Usually, most of the time, it's both lyrics and melody um, in five minutes. It's it's kind of like almost as if somebody hands it over to me. It's even hard for me to take credit as a songwriter because I really feel like I just have to open myself up to the universe and the universe is like, here you go. Here's, a, here's another <laughs> song for you. <laughs> True artist. <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel I feel blessed in the sense I I just have to empty my mind, you know you know when whenever I feel like the brain gets too involved then it can get the songwriting can get choppy. So usually the whole song I like to get let the song flow through, whether it's just the melody, or whether it's the lyrics. It's, I I believe that it it, it should be um, an organic process where you just let go and let with the creativity flow through you. That's that's how I try my uh, try to write my songs. Oh. And and when you perform live, what what do you hope the audience takes away from your performance? Well, you know, um I always say and even um actually I did um I was uh coaching uh singers on a, a like a American Idol style of show back in Mongolia and I Ooh. always and this is something I, that I do myself, and I always tell the, the fellow artists that I coached is artists are, it's not about worrying about what people think about you, but it's about giving. And I think the more an artist understands that when you're on stage, it's all about giving. It's all about sharing your love, sharing your energy, sharing everything that you've got. And that's, that's I feel, what an audience responds to. So for me, it's all about just giving your all, not holding back. And um, and giving your love, you know. Absolutely, and I know when I go to shows, um, concerts, and everything, like it's just it takes me out of my own life, and I can just be in that world just for a little bit, and I don't know, it makes me super happy. So I'm sure when you perform live, you're just making your audience super happy. And uh, yeah, yeah, we would we would love to see you live. Do you have any um, plans uh-huh. to tour? the east coast anytime I'm soon? not at the not at the moment but uh if i do come to the east coast i you will be the first to know i'll email yeah. you 
Thank you. Outstanding. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, we follow you on social media. Feel free to drop a message, and we'll be. We uh, we love artists. We love the artists we get on the show. Your music is uh, definitely stands out. Very impressed. Loved it, and uh, we're very excited to have you on tonight. And again, so we thank you for coming. Um, thank you so much. Absolutely. I want to make sure we get this right because you know, different dialect, pronouncing it different ways. We have been pronouncing it as Namitian. How exactly do you pronounce this? Perfectly correct. I want everybody out there to, to hear it. From now. <laughs> oh, um, you can. Um, it's actually Namitian. But it's it okay. easier easier to remember. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, it kind of also sounds like the the uh, Norma Jean as well. So if it oh, makes yeah. you, if, it, okay. if it's easy to if it's easy to connect, easy to remember, I think it, 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 there's no um, there's no um, there's nothing wrong with you know connecting to that name to remember my name. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, and, and now looking at it, it's it's. It, you can see it a little bit. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I have to defend one of our team here. Jewel has been saying it right and correcting me all night. Even before you came out, before we came out, she kept giving me the pronunciation. I'm <laughs> fortunate. Oh, thank apologies. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I got it wrong, but I'm happy you corrected all of us. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's definitely great. Uh, so what What's next? Uh, plans on new albums? Plans on touring? Plans on creating? What, what's in the near future? Yes. Um, so I just um, uh, recently started um, a YouTube channel. So um, it's for people be- who want to hear me sing um, other songs besides my original songs. I covered songs like uh, old, old um, beautiful classic songs like um, Bridge Over Troubled Water or oh, um, La Vie en Rose by Edith Piaf. I covered that, and I cover modern songs. So it's a weekly um, cover where I get to interact with my fans and do something, you know, small for them weekly. So that I'm I'm in the loop. Um, I am constantly in touch with my fans, and this is a, a great way as an independent artist to also uh, expand my platform. It's uh, my YouTube channel is YouTube.com/slash/NomenjinOfficial. Um, so if anyone is interested in hearing me other songs besides my original songs you can find me there and uh, my goal is to eventually really my goal is to tour so right now I am just uh, working on expanding my reach in different territories and the internet is a wonderful way to reach out so um, my me and my team are working on um, collaborating with different marketeers uh, in uh, getting a larger outreach well, wow. and and you already such have such a reach. Um, you know your followers are through the roof, and uh, your YouTube views are, are insane. I, I saw your views for even Bridge Over Troubled Water, and it was crazy. So um, yeah, you you are there, and, and you're just doing great work. And um, congratulations again, and, and thank you so much for sharing it with us. And thank you so much, Jewel and Jeff, for your time and for giving me this platform to share my art. And I really appreciate it. Absolutely, our pleasure. <laughs> we would uh, we would like to welcome you back in the near future, maybe after uh, a little more work and uh, maybe some new songs. We'll be back on. What do you think? Would you join us again? 
Absolutely. I would I would love that. Oh, please please yeah. let me know. Um I mean, uh I will email you when I have anything new. I will I will definitely reach out to you. Terrific. We're Sounds to have awesome. you back. Um some social media shout outs and the internet to find you www.nomenson.com. Again, it's n yes. i n j com. Uh on Instagram, uh, m nomenson. You can find her music on Apple Music, Spotify. It's all over. The EP is fantastic. And once again, Nomenjin, thank you very much for joining us tonight on the show. And we will look forward to hearing more music and talking to you real soon. Thank you and good night. Good night to you thank and you. good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank good you. Night. Good night. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. She's lovely. Absolutely lovely, Jewel. So sweet. I know. She's she is. She's uh She's a beautiful woman as well. You look at the album cover, you see mm-hmm. this very pretty face, very pronounced with his accent. And, um, she's like flawless, I know. <laughs> yeah, you order artist and it just has this presence of an artist. The music, like, is great. Very romantic. Romance is funny because, like I said, to me, it's like, that's a wedding song. And she came around and said, that was her goal, to kind of have it as a wedding song. It's beautiful music. One more song that we'll get to shortly after we just gush about how great it was having her on the show. I'm just, like, blown away by the people we have on here because, especially her tonight, like, it's just, it's like, no effort at all. But you know she's put in so much work, like, from the time she was a child. So it's just, you know, I'm so happy this EP is out and, you know, the world can see it. Absolutely. I totally hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I caught that as well. No problem. But you can see it now, um, like I said, mm-hmm. YouTube and uh, videos and stuff like that. Um, kind of like the uh, kind of like the Queen song Radio Gaga. You know, it's you know, radio never goes away, but of course there's all kind of outlets and to watch videos as well. Mm-hmm. My wife is here in the studio. Smile at me rather brightly. She was at. Can you tell me what baby goat? Yoga, baby goat yoga. Is what? <gasps> what? Yeah. yeah, that's where she was this evening. Uh, she brought the dog in the studio with her as well. Aww. He's very excited. But baby goat yoga. Um, do you want to explain to us what it's all about? You want to kind of jump in, drop in, tell us what it's all about? No. <laughs> She's embarrassed. So yoga, and um, the goats actually like jump back. <laughs> and they come from, from the person. It's really cool. I got to watch and be the photographer while my cousin and my aunt. <laughs> but it's really, really neat. Oh, man. That sounds like a blast. My friend did that at the baby yoga. It's in Macar- uh, No, it's in Bucks County, right? Uh, the one evening was at uh, Naked Brewery. Oh, okay. From what I gather, like I said, going into the brewery, but she informed me the place was packed and it's something to look into in the future. Uh, wow. Making her Yo Show debut, ladies and gentlemen, was my wife, yeah. Cassie Perini. ladies and gentlemen, her Cassie debut. Cassie Duck on the program. I can't believe it. Cassie Duck, the men, Henry, <laughs> everybody's on. It's like an all-star tribute show tonight. Fantastic. Great. That was great. She's very excited. Um, she was at the brewery tonight, so I'm here or two. I'm a little jealous of that. But I have to bring the Yo Show. I have to bring the I'll let her do that fun end and that 
her work on the other end. She right. is the uh, aunt, her aunt from Wisconsin, and she played the Yo Show for them. She was out doing PR work while we're right here on the uh, on the air. That's awesome. That's what we like to hear. People love supporting us. <laughs> Absolutely, tune in. So we got two turns. We got Duck. We got Cassie. A lot of people doing our work for us. Mm-hmm. Someday I hope to just roll out of bed and roll right to the studio and have everything laid out for me. Roll, I got to talk. Right. Well, you have to bring it to AC Beer Fest. Maybe I can meet you down there one of the days. We could do a live that spot. That would right? be awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, May 29th and 30th at Lake City Magic Festival. We're going to try and shoot some footage for you if we can down there. Let's March. play. You said May. Did I say May? March 30th. Mm-hmm. Even I need my own personal intern, a.k.a. a.k.a sister from another mister, the one and only Jewel Tatey. We have one more from Naman Jin. I like the way she says it. So around the way I say it. But that's, now you gave me the Norma Jean thing, I can come make Naman Jin. I see it now. So we, uh, from, from the <laughs> from the EP Soul, this is the last one we have available of the evening. It's called If They Knew You like the first two songs are in for a treat. About three minutes and 20 seconds. Um, tonight's guest, Naman again, N as in Nancy, O-M-I-N-J-I-N. If you want to look her up, definitely do it. And find her music on Apple Music and Spotify. It's definitely worth listening to. Beautiful song. This is the last one we have for this evening. If you knew, we'll be right back in a few minutes on The O Show.
right. All right, already. Stay new. Very powerful voice of our very special guest this evening, the lovely Nimjin. I'm saying it right. I still feel like I'm saying it wrong. Even though I think she it's correct. Nimjin. 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 She'll have to come to Philly just to teach me how to say her name. Yes. She'll do that thing with my face. Nimjin. Nimjin. Beautiful music, though. Lovely person, very um, articulate, very smart sounding, and it shows music. It's perfect. Her voice is excellent, and uh, very diverse songs. Like different, a little bit of a difference in every song. I love stuff. I love artists. They, you know, they don't just tone it in one certain way. Mhm. So it's great. Absolutely. Songs. Again, www.nomijin. Spell it. Nothing on our listeners to know it by now. I like to spell it anyway. Nine twenty-three is the time here, East Coast. Actually, twenty-four now. East Coast here on the O Show. The latest update, Joel Tatey. We spoke about Flyers trying to make their way back in a playoff hunt. Extremely bad news. End of the second period. The big Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals, five. Shut off your Flyers. So, uh, not, yeah, not, yeah, not looking good tonight. Um, mm. I gotta be honest, me this season, you kind of put it in the tank, get a higher draft pick, and uh, start from scratch. Uh, really we're on a roll. Yeah, we were. We're on a great roll. This uh, intern head coach of ours kind of got us back on track, but you know, it's a tough route. Philadelphia 76 was off in action in Chicago against the Bulls, uh, playing back-to-back nights. Tied at 57 at halftime. Sixers will be in the playoffs, so that is a guarantee. And the question is who they play, when, and how far they will go. Town really needs this team to go far. But uh, tied at 57 at half. Great stuff. Great show so far. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. My feet are freezing cold. Yeah, it's a little, a little chilly. I thought this was the last cold day, but I guess we're getting snow again in March. Never going to know, he said. So it's time for a new segment. We're going to do new here on the OSHA. Again, is it to say she's prepared? I love it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of stole the concept from another radio program. Uh I think it's kind of neat. We call it getting to know you. No, no getting to know you. Man. No, <laughs> no, I was going to do that too. And I'm like, nah, I better not sing it. And Joel beat me to the punch. Well done, Joel. So basically, uh, yeah, Joel and I know each other, but how much do you know about us? So what we hmm. do is we ask, ask each other three questions. We take turns. Could be anything. Can be about anything. Jeff will try at least for the first episode of getting to know you to keep as PG as possible. Hmm. Uh, but I have to know no, exactly what you'll sit in the sack, folks. Oh, jeez. Trying to keep it classy here. No dumb tubes. Should be something I give up for Lent. Trashing it up. So we're going to start off, Jewel Teddy. Let's get right to it. Um, I'll ask you first. My question first. Getting to know you, Jewel Tady, for our audience out there. Okay. 
you have a chance to have dinner with one person, living or dead, one person you get down with, talk to, learn about, get to experience them, could be friends, could be family, anybody, one person in the world you want to have dinner with, who is it and why? Hmm. This is a toughie. <laughs> Very free. I always love this question. I've heard it before. I love this question. I want to see if you can guess. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have to be him, though. Like, honestly. Like, he would have stories for hours. He could be entertaining. It, it would be, it, it's one of my, you know, dreams to meet Bruce. So, I think I would have to, have to, have to, uh, have dinner with Bruce. It'd be very fun dinner. Now, what do you think you're eating with Bruce? That's not one of your getting to know you questions. That's like a sidebar question. What's for well, dinner? he's from Jersey, so it would have to be something Italian. I of would course. say. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> um, let me fire it back at you. All right. Oh, same question. Yep. That's actually, <laughs> uh, let's see. That's, uh, again, like I said, it's a toughie because there's so many different people and so many different walks of life that I would like to sit and have dinner with. This guy, just from the stories you hear, he's deceased. From the stories you hear about this guy, Babe Ruth. Hmm. Babe Ruth was uh, one consistent to this day by some the best football player of all time. I heard he was a, a drinker and a partier and a guy that was always wild and the center of attention. So I love the stories of baseball and, and the game uh, and partied up with Babe Ruth. Uh, you know, there's so many ways you can go with people like, oh, this former president, this scientist is unnailing. I want to talk our national pastime with perhaps its greatest player ever. That is a pretty damn good answer. And to top that off, um, did you know they're coming back with a Sandlot with all the original cast? Yeah, it's going to be a TV series. It's amazing looking at, at some of the guys. Some of them look mm-hmm. exactly the same. Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah, pretty that's cool. Pretty nuts. Yeah, I will tune in for that. Hmm. All right, so uh, getting to know you, Joel Tatey. To yeah. get one choice to visit any place in the entire world. Hmm. That's tough. Just one? <sighs> There's this magic like ticket. Different. Magic ticket it would, take you in. It would honestly have to be like Hawaii because I've never seen the Pacific. I I just want to go to Hawaii just once in my life. And, and it's a completely, you know, it's a different climate from what we have here. So, yeah, I think I would choose Hawaii out of all places. And you're not going to get, like, rain, because I really want to go to London, France, Italy. I want to go to Ireland and California and all that. But, I mean, Hawaii is, I think, would be dream getaway. That's pretty cool. cool. I, uh, I also you? Admit, you know, I visit one place. Um I was going to say Playboy Mansion, but ever since Hefner died, yeah. it's not the thing I'm getting. <laughs> I would uh, I would definitely like to go to Italy. Um, my parents were there. Got right, so, uh, I'm telling you, we're here tonight. 
and I'll, I don't know if I was telling you that, but anyway, um, my friend Steve, who's an avid listener of the show, he is actually uh, filing for dual citizenship. Uh, he visits mm-hmm. Italy every year, and he just tells me how it just blows him away. It's beautiful. Um, obviously, being of Italian descent, that I always wanted to visit. I, I like Hawaii. That's strong as well. But Italy is uh, stuff in my place uh, of, of any place in the world. That's where I'd love to see first. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I would want to see Greece too. My um, sister's going on a cruise to Greece and want to oh. try to jump on that, but I don't know. It's mighty expensive. <laughs> it is mighty. Cruises are beautiful. Though. It's definitely definitely a way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, one more item here. And uh, this is long-term getting to know us this way when the audience sends us gifts know exactly what we like and what we don't like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not the biggest sports fan, but let's say you're enough of a sports fan. You get one ticket to one event. You want to go to Game 7 of the World Series, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, Game 7 of the NBA Finals, or the Super Bowl. Can have one ticket to any of those events. That's tough, just because the Super Bowl has a concert within it, so that is attractive. But (laughs) and I gave away my game six. Well, I gave away my game six ticket to friggin' a friend to you know the Phillies winning the World Series, so that just crushed me. So either one of those, I would say Super Bowl for in it or. Game seven, if we're in it, but if we're not in it, I'm not really rooting for anyone. But either of those would be fun. What about you? Um, I'm definitely going Super Bowl. It's always something I want to experience. It's it's a one-time thing too. Like I know Game Seven, the finale, but they've had six other games to play and, and do the Super Bowl is this one game, one shot deal. Like I said, concert. It's this such a major event. Right. That is definitely a for me, you know, and being an avid sports fan, it would have to be Super Bowl. Good stuff. I Great stuff. want the Eagles to play and Bruce to perform. <laughs> there you go. I, I like one of those. Chance of one of those happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, if this is true, this might be the funniest thing I have ever read. Just this off Yahoo Sports. And football. Let's go back to the Eagles playoff game against the Chicago Bears last year. If you're an Eagles fan, you know what happened. Parkey came out to kick the game-winning field goal. He hits the upright and hits the crossbar, and it's no good, correct? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the Bears felt they need to sign a new kicker. Cody Parkey's being replaced by a man named Chris Blewett. What? Blew it. B L E W I T T. You blew it. It can be better than it. I have a buddy. I have a buddy. John blew it. That's his real name. Really? Yep. I mean, it, and it, it, we bust on him all the time. <laughs> you blew it. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. <laughs> even their little headline on Yahoo Sports actually reads the jokes just write themselves here, and it certainly does. That is. It's the beauty of scrambling through social media and just, it's great. Um, 
actually missed uh, thing here. I find this hard to believe. Bradley Cooper was heavily teased as a child for looking like a girl. Really? And, yeah. Interesting. Um, he's an avid basketball fan. Dreamt, uh, dreamt of moving to Japan and become a ninja. <laughs> Is that real? I, I don't know. There's this big no. thing scrolling through Bradley Cooper items. Pretty interesting. Huh. Well, he's a very pretty man. He is a very pretty man. Second prettiest <laughs> man I know. <laughs> of course. A uh, uh, little story came out today. Um, big time movie producer Steven Spielberg spoke up. He wants Netflix to be excluded from the 2020 Oscars. To me, it's it's creative art. It's movies and movie is you know any format it's in. Do you think he's got a point here? Do you think Netflix should be excluded, or do you think it's movie is movie? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they have less of a budget than a major, you know, what is it called, film company would have. Yeah. Let's say come out with some decent movies and great TV shows and whatever. It's just. People are afraid to change. Makes sense. I mean, I guess it, it's an avenue of Spielberg's made hundreds of millions of dollars producing films in Hollywood. Now here's the game in town. All of a sudden he's like, wait, 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 wait. It's kind of like the, uh, you know, I've got this little stand here where I make a very special type of pancake. Guy down the road here, he's going to start making pancakes too. Sudden, wait, there's not enough room. There's not room for everything, mm-hmm. you know. An Oscar award doesn't, you know, doesn't definitely mean more money, and it definitely doesn't mean more film. You talked about the budget. The big movie that we're talking about here on Netflix is this uh, Martin Scorsese one with um, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. It's called The Irishman. And what I heard about the money that was shelled out on this film, it's a heck of a budget. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, and plus, every time I turn my head, like I looked at it last night, and Netflix is charging me a dollar more, like pretty soon it's going to be <laughs> as much as my cable bill. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people have canceled cable, that they'd rather have Netflix and Hulu and try to get a report on TV than cable companies. So, Senior Spielberg, I think your argument is uh, falling flat. Rather quickly. Yeah, your monopoly. Get out of here. That's right. You got no room for monopolies. Uh, subject about Monday that we didn't get to. And uh, the reason I want to talk about it is because it, it's gotten serious. I like to on it. Um, this whole deal with Jackson. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this HBO thing. Um, the uh, leaving Neverland. It debuted on Monday, and what it is, two of the former sexual abuse accusers of Michael Jackson, where the cases got thrown out of court and Jackson was found innocent, uh, they're coming back out now and telling the story and painting Jackson as sexual predator, saying that it was. Uh, kissing and laying in bed together, shower, 
think they're all nine yards. Not going too much into that part of it. But to me, the question is, how is such exploitation allowed to take place 20-some years after this course thrown out of case it's thrown out of court? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, didn't that happen before and all these charges were brought up and the whole Macaulay Culkin thing and then it just got swept under the rug because I guess they had money to do so. But, I mean, it always comes to light. I mean, look at R. Kelly. He's been doing this for years and he just got charged. So, um, yeah, and they were still trying to not get this special aired. So I actually wanted to see it. Someone wanted to watch something else, but I was really trying to watch it. And, um, no, it's sick. I just, uh, he's disgusting. Yeah, if it, any of this is true, it, it is disgusting. Um, and it really is no place in society. Now, we're all, you know, we're, we're all Michael Jackson fans. We all love his music. Um, and the, the standards of people, like people that I know said, oh, well, even if he did do it, let's not ban his music. The same people that, of course, said, oh, don't let Michael Vick play football if there's dogfighting and, and stuff like that. Now, I don't promote anything that's illegal or violent or sexually mm-hmm. deviant of that nature, but you, know, you can't pardon certain people, not pardon all people. Right. So to me, you know, for the, the story behind Michael Jackson, I'd like to see this series also, and there's a part of me that really praised to God it wasn't through, but we really don't know we weren't there. Um, and now the smears are coming out. I think it's kind of awful years after the man passes away to smear his legacy, but that that's today's society. Well, if it's true, like if it was Bill Cosby and all this stuff came out after he already passed, like we still would, you know, find the truth. So I guess that's just what they're doing. I guess so. It's terrible. Uh, from that not so good news and music to great music. I'm reading this and I've seen it. Um, the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, Joy Hawkins, Glen, New York, August 16th to the 18th this year. Woodstock is making a comeback. The 50th anniversary of its 1969 event. Some um, artists are already named Miley Cyrus, the Black Keys. Halsey, Jay-Z, Carlos Santana, hmm. Chance the Rapper. So some interesting names. Um, Imagine Dragons, The Killers, Dead and Company, which is a, a new version of um, Grateful Dead. Pretty awesome. Uh, would this be something you're interested in checking out, if given the chance? <sighs> um. I would only go to a festival if I was really invested in one of the performers. Like, I wanted to go to Firefly last year because Eminem was headlining. So, I mean, it'd be cool, I guess. I just, I couldn't see myself being at a festival, like, for an entire day. <laughs> I think I would get wiped out. Yeah, this is three days' worth. And um, this time they had Woodstock, I think it was Woodstock 94. The one that had the breakouts of the riots fires and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They ran out of water. Yeah, stuff like that. It's it's not 1969, folks, where everything was love and hippies and being naked and having sex with random people and, and doing crazy drugs. It's a difference. And, you know, it proved in 1994 
stock blew up. I would like to check this out. I don't think I'd spend three whole days there. Um, right. I've seen the killers before. I wouldn't mind doing that. I haven't seen Imagine Dragons. I'm a fan of theirs. Wouldn't mind seeing that. Wouldn't mind seeing this revived Dead & Company, Carlos Santana, Blackies. A lot of names there that are going. I could sit around for three days. Unless I had a yeah. really impressive, like, motorhome. Yeah, but well, like the fire festival. If you had like a all-inclusive bungalow on a remote island, no, they <laughs> they have little <laughs> tents. Only half of them did. Did you see that the fire festival? Yeah, the documentary. What is that? And do you believe he's he's trying to do it again? He's trying to do it again. Like, what's wrong with this dude? He's he pretty much came out. Now I forget who the rapper was that was. Ja Who was the rapper that was involved? Ja Rule. Okay. He mentioned that he feels he's going to try and, and pull off. And that, you know, there was just some technical problem by the time, and it's very possible, and he still wants to do it. Um, he should be in jail. He should be in jail, yes. just like the other dude was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me, or, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I wouldn't dare, dare even think of considering that concert. No way. And he was on, he was with the dude like step by step. So how could he have not known? Uh, exactly. I mean, to me, <laughs> it's almost like a pyramid scam in music form. It's disgraceful. So it's funny you brought <laughs> that up. Cause I just heard that the other day. He actually is considering trying to bring it back. He's nuts. Speaking of back, we are back. Monday, eleventh, and Jewel Tatey, we got a great guest. I love this woman. I grew up watching her movies. I love her. I adore her. I dig her. Betsy Russell will be with us March eleventh. She was in the movie Private School, which is a just a basic eighties teenage girls and boys kind of movie. Um. Appeared in Saul 4, 5, and 6. Beautiful actress. Can't wait. That is March 11th. March 13th, it's time for more music. Ricky Rebel will be on the program. Ricky Rebel. Another person that we unfortunately lost a few weeks back in our little away. So he's coming back with us. That's a big thing, too. People are kind enough to, to come back and share their time with us. So, uh, Ricky Rebel. Awesome. Uh, Betsy Russell, Ricky Rebel, that's next week on the Yo Show, Monday and Wednesday. Big weekend coming up, Jewel Tate. What do you got going on? Anything? Well, my little cousin is graduating from nursing school. Congratulations, Becky. So we have her party Friday, and I think I'm going to check out a St. Patty's Day Festival Saturday. So I'm pretty excited. Sounds great. That sounds great. Um, I want to wish a belated happy birthday to my uh, father-in-law, if you will, Nick Tron. Yesterday was his birthday, 87 years old. Yeah, we made our way out, me and the wife, to a dinner. A lot of family there. Happy birthday to Nick. Great guy. 87 years young. Happy birthday. Christ still kicked my ass. Happy birthday. Christ still kicked my ass. <laughs> He's great. Uh, happy mm-hmm. birthday to him. This weekend uh, is Brewery Weekend. 
we're going to do a little research. We're going to check out a couple of breweries, do a little homework in preparation of the uh, Loso Brewing Company, which is uh, my new project and uh, good friends of the show. Loso Brewing coming spring. So that's what we're up to this weekend. <laughs> you didn't know the first singer, did you? You need a jingle. We do need a jingle. How about doo, 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 doo. Oh, that's not our I'm like Beavis. <laughs> it's got our cornholy here. So. Right. Stunning. Whew. That's what it's gotten to be. Not playing one bit. We appear in front of each other. We look exactly the same. Hilarious. The only thing Jewel's missing is that door here. Sorry, you can have some of mine. Okay, so she keeps it properly groomed. That's all the time we have here this evening on the Yo Show. A very special thanks once again to our guest. Hit it, cool. Give me the name since I always butcher it. Namingen. Norman Jean. Norman Jean. Norman Jean. Goodbye, Norman Jean. Is it Johnson? Goodbye, Norman Jean. That's goodbye, Norman Jean. Anyway, very special thank you to her tonight. And uh, remember, don't forget free EP, Apple Music, Spotify, www.nomanjin.com. Check her out. Check out all that music. Another great artist. Don't forget next week. Monday with Betsy Russell and the 13th with Ricky Rebel. So for the amazing and lovely Jules Tatey, the amazing duck who made her triumphant return for my wife. Oh yeah, we love having a duck. For my lovely wife Cassie, who made her debut tonight on the Ocean. Debut. Amazing. Yeah, special parent by Henry the dog. A lot of great guests tonight. <laughs> for all those people, I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Thank you for tuning in and reminding each and every listener out there, as always, be and be nice to people, even the people who are not nice. <laughs> That's just the shitty ones. Jules being polite this evening. We appreciate that. PC. PC. Pretty cool. Eh? PC? Give me me deuces. Deuces. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it, and we will see you Monday. Have a great rest of your week, a great weekend from the O Show. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.